BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Watch the trailers I had to watch. So. Did you did you watch the trailers I just put up on the on the news channel? The uh, fucking Die Hard in the supermarket. No, I just watched the one for the podcast. <laughs> I'll check it out after. <laughs> Die Hard in the supermarket. It's it's exactly what it is. I swear that's all it comes across to me is this Die Hard in a fucking supermarket. If it looks it's, like that, I guarantee that's how it was pitched by the writer, too. Writers do that all the time. Tyrese Gibson in it. <laughs> this is Actually, a real movie. now I'm interested. It's a real movie, and it's got... Oh, now I've forgotten his name. Oh, my word, that's awful. John Malkovich in it as well. So I thought, okay, I'll give this a little give this We're a little doing look. it for and the it's, podcast. <laughs> it's pretty much Tyrese Gibson is an ex-military dude, and... Him and John Malkovich are for some reason are connected in this supermarket as he's giving some sort of speech and criminals burst in to do naughty terrorist things. And Tyrese Gibson is then hiding in air shafts and walkways and picking, <laughs> off, picking them off one by one. Like he's diehard in a supermarket. To see you have a look. I sure hope there's I like hope. something secret in the back of the supermarket. It's not just like, we're a terrorist group and we're here to yeah. steal all the bananas. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're there to steal all the toilet roll. It's pandemic. <laughs> pandemic. That would work. <laughs> to camp out, hold it hostage until the truck arrives, and they make with the truck and the hostage. <laughs> yeah, definitely die hard in the supermarket. And, and the other one, I didn't know they were making it. It's the Lost Symbol, um, the Dan Brown book. I didn't realize they were making oh. that as a movie. There's already got, a trailer for that, too. It's not got Tom Hanks in it. They've got it's like an origin yeah, story. Yeah, it's a younger guy. Yeah, it didn't. It. I, I mean, as much as I like the books, I'm not. This one just looked 
So that's love- a trailer. Yeah. All I knew about was the casting. I no, love the first book when I was reading um, back in the day. I didn't like the, the first Code movie. Or something else. What? No, the books would have been much better than the films, in fairness. I, and I never read Code. Angels and Demons, but I saw it, and then all I remember is Ian McGregor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's the reason why yeah. I never watched it again. <laughs> um, it was like yeah, I remember Indiana Jones movies. Sorry. I hated that. Like, I remember reading... Um, the da vinci code and everybody was like oh my god it's so good it's so good but really it seemed like everybody was all about the f- the fact that jesus had a kid like that was the thing i'm sorry spoiler for anybody well i yeah i want to get to the end to find out the oh, thing bad. that's why i read it I sorry like, spoilers for a 15 year old book yeah um but i was like this is the thing this is the thing that you guys were all like oh my god jesus had a kid like all right sure i guess um i also hated that it just felt like a ripoff of indiana jones like nick was saying like well it's indiana jones without the action is what the movies feel like where it's just like i'm solving puzzles there's very little danger so i distinctly One remember there was a part us. of the book that they described him as harrison ford in a tweet jacket yeah like, so, so you mean like yeah okay we're just gonna all right just gonna do that huh just gonna lift that yeah. straight out of there all right <laughs> sure sure but you couldn't you couldn't use a character descriptor instead of saying harrison ford in a tweet jacket <laughs> indiana well, in- jones and then you give him like looking. so he's a professor he's solving puzzles he's looking for the cup of christ he has a, a fear so jones is scared of snakes he's scared of enclosed spaces it's like you know what you should take your rip off and fuck off like just... but there weren't any nazis there weren't any nazis true just i guess they were just just religious zealots monk or whatever <laughs> vision don't you mean vision yeah, white vision. <laughs> it's a real white vision. It's flogging himself. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, realize my was on. Hmm? I didn't realize my camera was on. You caught me flogging myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just finally the saw length, the... Do you know about the ship of Theseus? <laughs> Without spoiling, I'm not going to spoil the show, but there's a meme that's come out of uh, Invincible. Where it's like, think, Mark, think. And there's one character oh, yeah. standing over another. I yeah. saw one for uh, with the two visions. He's like, he's like, the, the ship of these is whatever. Think, vision, think. <laughs> Those are pretty good. I love that. Yeah, some of them are really great. You, you still haven't seen it, have you, Danny? What, Invincible? Yeah, we, uh, Invincible, yeah. Yeah, that you've seen it all? Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. then you know what I'm talking about. I just won't spoil it for the audience. You're worried about, but... the, you're worried about the audience just in case this uh, this pregame makes it into the actual game. So far, it sounds like it. Last time, I just didn't because right before the show, something was said that I didn't want it to air. So that was probably oh. me. It wasn't was me. It? it wasn't even me. But I was like, I'm not. I'm going to leave this part out. So that means I have to cut everything that comes before. What was the thing? <laughs> who, wait, wait, no, who was it? Jammer said something. I don't remember what he said. It wasn't even that offense. It wasn't even offensive or anything, but it just felt like it didn't, it broke the flow of what could be and what couldn't be in the show. So I was like, mm, I'll cut that out. Why <laughs> now I want to know what it was? I'll try to listen to the original uncut version later if I can find Should, it. Call, what, what the fuck did you say? What did you say? <laughs> was, I think it was me. I'm going to take responsibility for that, but I don't remember what it was. It was, it was I'm sure it was in response to something Jammer had said. <laughs> Probably. speculate endless speculation we'll wait for nick to tell us yeah. what's actually what stay tuned dear listener because in future episodes it may be revealed maybe it's like a random cut to smash cut to whatever random comment 
was. <laughs> it was before the racist bit because you guys accused me of being a racist after the intro. Oh, we'll keep that in. Yeah, obviously <laughs> that's in there. We'll keep that in. <laughs> I mean, I, this is facts. Just we report, you decide. It's just facts. <laughs> guys, ready to start? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, the premier and flagship podcast of LRM Online. We got your Danny's, Nicky's, and Jonesies. We're here. We're doing a podcast. We're sans jammer, but that's all right. We don't need them. That's why. That's why we don't. Fuck them. Fuck them. We don't need them. That's right. We're just we're gonna push forward, doing our show the way we do it. Best of the best with honors, baby. Anyway, we'll make him wish he was here and sad that's that right. he wasn't. That's right. Because that's what we do to you guys every Friday. Make every one of you wish that you were here in the room with us discussing whatever inane nonsense is on our minds. <laughs> here, here. Sure. Um, so the, on this week's show, we're going to be talking about Angelina Jolie's, what's the name of that movie? Those Who Wish We Were Dead? Yeah. Those Who Wish Us Death? I, I wish I was dead after watching it. I was going to say that. I wish I was dead whilst watching it. That was what it was. Hey, hey. I think we're going to agree quick. later on. Got to be quick. Definite Gotta thoughts quick. already. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, but first up, we've got news. Uh, we've got actually quite a bit of interesting news. So it's not a lot of news in terms of quantity, but it's good in terms of quality. So we've here got we go. Some cruise news after that. <laughs> got some cruise. I love that I say it's good in terms of quality. And then you're like, then we got cruise and news. Then <laughs> <laughs> we got this shit over here. <laughs> it's in the package. So yeah, first up, we have a new trailer this week. We've got G.I. Joe Origins Snake Eyes. I actually have to look to see how it's how it's set up. Is it, it might like, be Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe, or I, yeah, I don't know. see, like, I don't like know. Wolverine. But which one was that? Was that Wolverine? Yeah, that was Wolverine. X-Men, X-Men Origins. Origins. I thought it was X-Men Origins Wolverine. I think I don't know. They should have just called it Snake Eyes. They should have just called it Wolverine. <laughs> and then they could that Wolverine, the Wolverine Logan sounds like a trilogy title. <laughs> I mean, if you're in the Fast and Furious universe, sure, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> Just put the thumb there. Actually, no, Aliens, the Alien. Somebody else did that. Predator. Predator the Predator, the, the Batman. Yeah. The, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, there's a lot of that. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know which one this was. But anyway, uh, we've got an action-packed trailer starring Henry Golding. He's going to be the titular Snake Eyes. He's got a voice. He can talk. So this is basically like the Transformers origin movie, right? So he's like Bumblebee before he loses his voice. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm curious. Do you get... Oh, I'm sorry. The other little tidbit to add to this so this is a complete reboot as i understand of the series this is not related to the rise of cobra or retaliation this is a brand new thing so the impression that i got from this is basically they're doing like i hate to bring everything back to marvel but they're basically doing a marvel thing where they're going to give you individual characters and then the avengers will be the gi joe movie so i'm really curious if that's what they try and do gentlemen how did you feel about this trailer uh I was kind of impressed. I didn't think I would be impressed because I didn't watch it until before the show because I didn't have any interest. Because I didn't, I was never into GI Joe, the other movies, or any of the stuff that came before it. Did you watch the other movies, the first two? I watched the first one. Did you watch a cartoon growing up? No, so that's why I don't really have a connection to it. But it actually looked cool when I sat down to watch it, and it's ironic that well, it's not ironic. It's interesting that we have so many 
this is kind of the, I count this as the third one. Uh, there's also like Black, uh, not Black Widow, uh, Shang Chi and uh, Mortal Kombat, where we have all these Asian-led movies at a time when there's a lot of anti-Asian like hate speech and stuff and acts in the United States, and it's just all these great movies with like Asian leads. That what looks like mostly Asian casts are coming out around the same time. So listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up there for a second. You said great movies. And the same like blurb sentence that you were talking about, Mortal Kombat. Well, I mean, I respect what I, you're I saying. Mean to say great. I, I, it's great that these type of movies are coming out with, mm-hmm. like, uh, mm-hmm. like hopefully Shang Chi is great. But mm-hmm. that was gonna be my next <laughs> one. So, so like of the three movies that you mentioned, only none of them have come. Only one has come out. It was bad. <laughs> so this is this is not in any way to. I was just talking about it's a great, the Asian it's a great thing Asian to folks. see. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if I don't know. I said it wrong, but everyone at home knows. I said what I said. I just yeah. said it wrong. I mean, just yeah. to be clear, I'm I'm really just making fun of Nick. That's all. That's all this is. Oh, we know. Just poking fun. <laughs> just poking fun. Poking the bear. I'm gonna get killed one day. It's all right. It's fine. Nick's gonna just like roll Nick's up on me. Unleash Nick's gonna go. Nick's gonna go all claws on me. It's gonna go bad. It's gonna go bad. Anyway, uh, Danny, what what's your connection to GI Joe, and how did you feel about this trailer? Yeah, I, honestly, I thought that um, the, the thing that really made it um, actually spark my interest a little bit more after I watched the trailer was Henry Golding actually being Snake Eyes. I, I think I really wasn't interested in anything to do with it until I watched the trailer and saw that it was him that was playing the lead. So I really like him. I think he's been great in what I've seen, even though some of the films haven't been amazing, but he's always been really likeable and he's got some great charisma and character and it might just sway it for me which then makes me sad that in future movies possibly he's going to wear a mask and shut the fuck up so that seems like a real shame that we almost almost the only thing i can liken it to is what they did with deadpool in uh, x-men origins which we were just talking about oh. Wolverine, where, they, where they sewed his mouth shut yeah it was like you, you're ruining the possibility of this character right now because he's really charismatic so i don't know what they're going to do because i'm not a huge huge um uh, geek on gi joe we had action man which i think was the same thing in the uk but um <laughs> i have no idea other than that i think that's what our version of it was was, was action man but what's other than really? watching man they have i'm pretty sure it was seriously yeah, like do a bit of research on that i think action <laughs> man was our version so of i joe. remember the action man cartoon are you saying that in the same era as gi joe like not necessarily like the you're talking about there were toys other than yeah, the cartoon. I honestly thought, yeah, I honestly thought that Action Man was what they called G.I. Joe for us in the UK because we didn't have this GIs in that sense. So someone's going to have to do a quick Google on that. But other than that, I only liked the previous films when The Rock appeared in them. Which one was that? Second one? Third one? Seventh Second one? one. How many were Second there? one. Second there are only three. I thought they were more fun. Was that there the one Bruce Willis was in as well? Yeah, Bruce Willis is the third, right? Uh, he was in the second one. He was in the one with The Rock. You know yeah, what? I see, think I that one. I think you're right. This is basically so. It says GI Joe Action Man was originally produced. So, da, 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 Action Man is an action figure launched in Britain in 1966 as a licensed copy of Hasbro's American movable fighting man GI Joe. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. you know so what I was thinking about? The, well, me. Go ahead. There is a cartoon series in the 2000s called action man and that's what i thought you were referring to and it was very confusing for a second i'm sorry you were confused it's all right it happens very frequently 
<laughs> but yeah, Henry Golding in it has piqued my interest. But like I said, it could be a little bit sad that they mask him and make him a mute further down the line. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't get that. That's gonna. That's really gonna suck. Because um, I think I agree with you. Like having seen him in Gentlemen, other than the ending that I won't spoil that you and I have already talked about. Oddly enough, this week, um, I thought that he was super charismatic in that role. So. Oh, that's what this guy is. Yeah. Uh, I recognize the actors. The, he the was in Crazy with, um, Asians too, but he was in Last Christmas. Yeah. Did you guys catch that Christmas movie with? I didn't um, see that. Girl from I mean, it's a it's a happy, cuddly Christmas movie, right? But he was really good in it. He was really charismatic in it. No spoilers. Sounds in that, like you're but... describing why I missed it. <laughs> what yeah. about you, Brandon? So yeah, let me ask the GI Joe fan, which sounds like you, Jonesy. Um, would would it destroy the universe if he didn't stop talking? I mean, he's going to lose his voice. Oh, is that is that he doesn't have a voice, or he's a badass? So he like he loses his vocal cords or something. So in the original version of this, he was trying to save his master from being assassinated, and he's like running to catch up to him and to stop him from stopping the assassin. The assassin shoots him in the throat, so he loses. Oh, his... Okay, and he's a good guy. Yeah. Okay. Not the you mean Snake Eyes or the assassin? Snake guys. Snake Yeah, he's a good guy. So he becomes. I didn't know if he was which side of GI Joe he was on. Yeah, I'm just doing a bunch of these. So he's a good guy. Uh, Storm Shadow is his polar opposite over on over side, and so they were actually ninjas trained up together, and their beef is the fact that Snake Eyes thought that Storm Shadow was responsible for the death of their uh, their masters. I think Blind Master was his name. Is that um, is that the bit of the story we saw in the first G.I. Joe film, the, the recent films? Maybe. I seem to remember there was yes. there was there was yeah. two kids growing up and one of them grew to be Snake Eyes. So I'm assuming that's the, the other one was the character yeah. that talking about. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened. Uh, I assume the same thing will happen here. But we'll I just remember G.I. Joe got transformed in a way where like they had these super suits. The so. movie? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. movie. That's all I've yeah. seen is the movie. And I was like, what? I don't think this is how the comics, I mean, the, uh, the TV show this? or the, they get super suits. <laughs> super suits, pretty much. Um, anything else to say, guys, on uh, on G.I. Joe? We're going to get a cameo from The Rock? No? They're going to kill Jimmy Tatum again? about The Rock. The second trailer is rock. all rock. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving Maybe on. Maybe he's playing together a team at the end of the movies. I don't know which G.I. Joe character, but Rock the Rock appears after the credits and all of them is like, hey, Snake Eyes, put together a team. Together team. <laughs> um, I'm putting together some Joes. <laughs> you know it'd be funny? It's, it, yeah, it'd be funny because I'm curious who the, uh, they haven't shown who the main bad guy from this is going to be yet. So, Would it maybe be his? shadow like it would be both their origin story this other guy you're talking about it is so it'll it seems like it has pre rise of cobra uh stuff in it because you got glimpses of the baroness glimpses of scarlet um is there anybody else those are the only two that i can remember so samara weaving is in it she's scarlet so yeah cool. i don't know i think we'll get some uh we'll get some cobra-ness in it so it'll be the pre rise of cobra if there is such a thing so yeah Moving on. In other news, we've got a new cartoon. This is going to be pretty exciting. And the weird thing about this cartoon is that there was no formal announcement made of it. So Injustice Gods Among Us, I don't know if you guys have uh, paid any attention to this, but it is an alternate universe 
in the for the Justice League, where basically Superman becomes a fascist and he takes over the world, and it is all um, the whole world is tipped over. Basically, when the Joker tricks him into killing Lois Lane, and then everything goes tits up from there. So, oh, that's not that isn't that how why he, I never did the plot. To the, isn't that why he becomes a dictator? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 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 So it's basically like I need it's to get basically more what Snyder wants to do in his third movie, which he's not going to get. Which is why one of the people against it. One of the tweets I saw was like, "Thank God this is being done as a DC animated film." <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh." <laughs> Yeah, because it'll actually be good. I actually thought that the Dark Side War or whatever it was called, the last movie that Apocalypse we got. Apocalypse War. Yeah, Apocalypse I War. I felt like that is where Snyder was going with this universe um, because at the end of the Justice League movie you got, it was like a basically a post-apocalyptic Earth, which is yeah. kind of where we ended up in those an- that animated universe. So, spoilers for that animated yeah, universe. Yeah, that's yours. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, Danny. <clears throat> My bad. Because um, I know we've been trying to get you to watch those. Um, but yeah, no formal announcement for this Justice League or the Actually, Injustice movie. Well, it was um, released in a press press kit for Long Halloween 2, which drops in July. So in the press materials that came out for that, they asked, I don't know, if they, well, not accidentally. They put this in there. It would there. be a special feature on the Blu-ray, like the yeah. first look. Which means they've been dorking out for a while. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't, I mean, it's hard to say whether or not anything is ever going to be better than the comic book, but um, the fact that Warner Brothers Animation is doing it gives me hope because they're usually pretty good at stuff. And I really, really wish that they would just let them do the live action movies. But so, Jonesy, that, that picture that was attached to that news piece, that, that picture of Batman's silhouette with the with the longer ears, was, was that from the what they're saying is going to look from the show? Or was that from a comic? Nick, so that's that? different. So that's another story. Oh, okay. Um, lots of we can actually jump into that. So there was a so we actually have lots of DC animated uh, announcements for this show. So there was that one in Justice Gods Among Us. Um, which doesn't have a release date, no director, no nothing like that. But yeah, like Nick was saying, it's going to be a special feature uh, for Long Halloween 2. The other thing that you're talking about, Danny, so we got two other DC actual announcements for their animated universe. There's Batman the Cape Crusader, which is what you're referring to. That is going to be a new Batman the Animated Series show, and it's going to come from uh, J.J. Abrams, Bruce Tim oh, well, and, and one Matt other person, Reeves. Matt Reeves, director yeah. of the Batman, which is so, interesting. Yeah. You know, that was like that announcement was like, don't care, don't care. Ooh, Bruce Tim. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty excited for that. Because Bruce Tim, Danny, is the guy who does the animated series we want you to watch. Yeah. And that's so having that's his input I... on a Batman TV series will hopefully keep JJ at bay too much. But they did say it's like, a, it always worries me when they say it's a reimagining of the Batman story. Well, they so said they were going to go back to his noir roots, et cetera, et cetera. So does, does that mean that it will go back to more of the detective comics where Batman's more of a detective side of things? Is so that what they're I would the argue even trying to be that, that the basically. animated series that we keep trying to get you to watch is already that. Um, yeah. Okay. It, they do a pretty good job of like a lot of what he is doing is investigating. And I don't know what that means for this show. What I do imagine is that in the animated series that we usually talk about, he's a bit more established. And I would guess 
based just on the years that we saw that this yeah. is going to be an earlier iteration of the character. And so there will be some ceiling for him to grow because you correct me if I'm wrong. Sorry, I was going to say, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick. I don't think he really changes that much over the course of um, Batman the animated series from the nineties. Like he's pretty static and it's just the no, show he's post year one and stuff. Yeah. He's not learning anything. There might be a flashback or two to his earlier days. Yeah. But so. I will say that, uh, <sighs> Those ears, those fucking ears should have been in Long Halloween. <laughs> like, well, that's they, why I remember because I remember you, Nick, in a previous show <laughs> talking about how that that one was 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 quite important, specifically for you, and how the the long, the very long ears were were an essential part to that particular. It's a game um, breaker. Yeah, but these ears in this picture on that post on that news piece weren't quite as long as that, but they were certainly longer and certainly different, right? Yeah, so they're not. Are, long you, Halloween are you happy about Halloween. those, Nick? Or are you pleased that? Are you pleased with a little bit more length? <laughs> time to dick <laughs> um uh i don't know i mainly want it for i don't care about the other versions of batman i want it for long halloween because i just like tim sales art a lot and doesn't they're not referencing that art as much as they are making it look like their other movies okay. i feel like yeah this is more original batman than it is long halloween long halloween is just like straight up big, yeah long and the villains have business. a unique look tim sale just draws all the characters really uniquely and exaggerates the joker so he has like the longest face in the the world yeah but it looks like unlike uh the dark knight returns where they stuck to frank miller's look they're just like we'll take the story but we're animating all the characters the way we always do yeah um okay. it is weird to me that they released the trailer for the second part when the first part hasn't come out yet i mean it doesn't I guess it doesn't spoil much if you know the story, but it's just like, what? <laughs> we haven't even seen the, like, I just thought that was really weird. Like, maybe that would have been the sneak peek on the first Blu-ray. Though they are coming out way closer together than the two Batman Returns parts. I think it's what, June and July? Yeah. Yep. Which we'll definitely be covering those, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely down to uh, cover both of those. Um, which is funny that we're talking about Long Halloween because the other announcement that we got from DC animated specifically was the Superman show. So there's another Superman show coming out called my adventures with Superman. And the reason why it's funny that we're talking about it in conjunction with the long Halloween is because it'll be starring Jack Quaid from the boys. Um, oh, and he's so, in the long Halloween is mm-hmm. I forgot. Yeah. And he's Superman. Yeah. yeah so he'll it's be kind Superman. of a cuddly Superman series is what it looks like. It does. Right. So it's basically, at least to me, it, comes off a lot like Smallville from what I've read about it, um, where it's them in their early 20s, like doing their thing. And he's trying to establish himself as Superman. So this seems to focus on Superman, Lois and uh, Jimmy Olsen. Uh, Plot twist, Jimmy Olsen's going to be black in this. So uh, if you guys are looking for someone that can do a Jimmy Olsen voice, like, hey, right here, I got you. I can take care of that. I know. I still Um, think he'll sound like a nerd and you don't sound like... (laughs) But I'm totally. In, I don't understand what is a nerd. No, you sound are, like? but like I, you have like. I'm. I'm literally hosting. I'm literally hosting a geek show. How the fuck? I I have to sound like a nerd because I am. Maybe we need to change the paradigm, right? Like we have to change what people understand nerds sound like because they sound like me. Is that paradigm or is that a different word? Nah, I was going to say something, but I'm not going to go there. That's an English thing. So fuck is a paradigm. So paradigm, paradigm is the word, and there came a point where it became so ingrained in corporate speak that people were just fuck around and just said paradigm. <laughs> That's the joke. Like, stop. 
So yeah, paradigm. So from now on, it will always be a paradigm. Yeah, it is to me. I can't, there's a commercial where there was some loud mouth dude. He was like, we got to change the paradigm. I'm going to find that. I'm gonna <laughs> see that so, so the, the Superman one's obviously kid friendly. Do you think they'll They're at least gonna be on HBO either? Max? So yeah, yeah, but I mean, it looks like it's like very like almost it almost reminds me of the little cartoons and comics they have now that are for little little kids. Where it's what? like you don't think Marvel they're gonna go Super- Harley Quinn with it? No, not that one. But my question is about the Batman one. Do you think they'll? Uh, I think they'll go at least PG thirteen's Ma- Mask of the Phantasm, so that they can actually show deaths with Tim. Which uh, they Bruce Tim could not do in the animated TV series. You could throw someone off a building, but they'd always land on something cushy. So I which love one it. are you talking about now? Are you talking about the JJ Abrams, Matt Reed? Yeah, Matt yeah. Reed I wonder. I hope that one will be. I don't think it needs to be R, but PG thirteen would be nice. We could actually have Joker kill people, not just throw them onto a soft surfaces from an airplane or whatever yeah i love um so we were talking about a reimagining and what does a reimagining mean nick you said you were nervous about that it's like no no we killed the dude that's the reimagining like he's dead just dropped him off the building i may sound like it'll be more like uh which are pretty good comics but they reimagine it almost completely the earth one books like Mm. hardcover books like those reimagined it quite a bit but not too much it's there but like they even just do gender swaps like uh, th- there is Harvey Dent and his sister, but his sister becomes Two Face in the comic, and like uh, Alfred's really Alfred's not only young; he's like an expert fighter, and is missing a leg but can still kick ass because he lost his leg in Afghanistan and stuff nice. like that. So it's, it's just weird little changes, but it huh. works really well. So, this, so he would actually be a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I really want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> is the master pugilist in the, in the book so master pugilist bring it back bring it Books back you is um so speaking of gender swap nick you were just bringing up for that one of the other stories we were going to talk about was the fact that i didn't know this um so i I know next to nothing about the Eternals. So it's weird. I'm like, Nick, I'm a fucking geek. I'm a nerd. I don't know Jack about the Eternals, which is kind of nice. Which means I get to go into their new film, not knowing anything about it. But apparently Ajak, who I've seen in the past, but didn't know who they were. So this is a gender swapped character. And so Sama Hayek was asked about this. And she said, it used to be father of all Eternals, but girls, it's our time. So she proclaimed this on Instagram and saying it was hard to believe. So when it happens to you, it's important that you pass it on and say, yes, it's happening. It's really, really happening. Um, I think it's positive responses for that on Twitter. I no didn't look attacked her. <laughs> yeah. I didn't look for that exact reason. Like I'm super happy. Um, Cause I think she's a really good actress and well, hmm. Marvel seems to do it a lot, but just with either race or gender swapping, but with small enough characters that most people don't even notice or complain. Like Ghost is a dude, yeah, and just but it doesn't matter. Like not enough people know who Ghost is, so they don't get upset. Yeah, we'll get to the uh, and it worked perfectly fine. We'll get to the gender and race swapping shit in a second because uh, I have some thoughts and feelings about Kevin Feige's proclamation about uh, the Ancient One. But I didn't read the article, but I saw this title too. I've, I've got questions too. I'm a bit maybe you maybe Jonesy you got the same questions about it too. But. I don't know. I've got feelings. Uh super happy for some high. Can't wait to see the Eternals. It's gonna be great, gonna be awesome. I heard it's Oscar worthy. I don't know where that anyway. 
So Kevin Feige recently went on record and I think he was talking to men's health and he was talking about the fact that he regrets whitewashing the ancient ones. So in 2016's Dr. Strange, um, there's a character called the ancient one played by Tilda Swinton. And she's basically the mentor to Dr. Strange and brings him along in the comic books. He's played by an Asian man and Marvel swapped him for Tilda Swinton. And they said, we thought we were being so smart. So cutting edge, we're not going to do the cliche of the weasoned old wise man, Asian man, but it was a wake up call to say, well, wait a minute, is there another way to figure it out? Is there any other way to both not fall into the cliche and cast an Asian actor? And the answer to that is yes, of course. And so this is in response to, I think the context is what they're doing with uh, Shang-Chi or I'm gonna, I know I'm saying it incorrectly. I know I said it that way too. Yeah. Um, and the 10 rings because they've cast... Um, um, wait, is he? I can't remember who the main bad guy is going to be in Shang-Chi. I know he's probably going to be his father, but is it going to be the actual? Well, his father um, is the Mandarin. But will it? I I can't remember if it's the same. He might not be the main villain. Yeah. I, he's got to be a villain. I okay. Think Dragon's going to show up, but that we'll would also that. be the main villain. <laughs> yeah. We'll go with that, Nick. I like that. Um, I have thoughts and feelings about this quote, um, but I'll I'll defer to you guys first. Nick, what do you think about this? Well, before you give us the quote. That was the quote. Oh. I literally just read it. I, I, so you have problems with the quote? I'm just curious what you said earlier. Yeah. Oh, I think uh, I think he's right to be regretful now, um, especially since we're even more sensitive about it. Um, I could see their excuse in the first place, but I don't think they handled it well. So I remember, yeah, I remember hearing the same thing. It's like, we don't want the old, like, wise, like, you know, Asian man teaching Dr. Strange, because that's a cliche we want. She's Celtic, I believe, in the the movie. Yeah. There's that scene where they do the fake out. Yeah, there is where he goes up to him and it's like, no, no, not this person. The guy without the hand, yeah. Yeah. Danny, what do you think? Well, I was, the first thing was, and, and you, you kind of touched on it a little bit when you said what that, that quote was in reference to, which is they're talking about the, the new film now. Whereas I, when I first read it, I was confused as to what, because he used, is there another way, not was there another way? So I wasn't sure if they were talking about, he was having regrets about what they could have done with, with Doctor Strange, but he says, is there another way? So from what I understand, then, he's talking about... Um, of course, now I've forgotten the name of the film, the new film. Shang-Chi. Shang, yeah, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? Shang- are we not saying this, right? Are we? Didn't Jammer correct us the other week? Yeah, well, like you know what? Sing-Chi he's not here. So I'm going to say it however I want when he's not here. No. You know what? I'm so going to say Because I'm from Chicago. Shang-Chi. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you think he's referencing, the Men's Health article was referencing that, and that's what this quote was from. Okay. So I think the context is yeah, the 10 rings, right? Be. Because they're casting all of these Asian actors in that. And I think he's saying like, hey, we regret what we did in Doctor Strange because we're we're fixing it now in the Ten Rings. Right. Um, okay. My ire and irritation about it is it's not a it's not just a matter of whitewashing. I think that this is just corporate bullshit because the initial issue with it wasn't just that the ancient one is Asian, he's Tibetan. 
and it struck me it struck me as marvel and disney trying to protect their chinese dollars yeah yeah. And so all of that shit is what's wrapped up in this. And that's why this just strikes me as just bullshit. And so for people yep. that don't know about this conflict between Tibet and Asia and India and all of that, um, they're like, oh, well, it's cool. You Marvel, you're, you're doing better. You're doing, you know, you're doing a better job than what you did last time. For me, who is familiar with it, it's hard for me to not look at it with jaded eyes and be like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, you're just trying to keep the Chinese dollar happy, so to speak. With the, I didn't um, know the ancient one was to, from Tibet. Yeah, and so that, I remember context. back six years ago. Yeah, five five years ago. When this was a big deal. Yeah, um, and so that was part of the issue. And most, you know, you know this, Nick, and probably Dan, you suspect it. Most Americans have bad memories, um, so most people won't remember that. But it bothers me. Uh, that 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 makes sense that no, knowing that that was the origin of the ancient one that that the cynic in me much like you says i think that that was more to play than than what kevin feige was referencing and yeah. you know he's being smart by not going that route because they want this film to be successful there as well so they don't want to you know rock the boat too much but hey we said it here we on to you marvel kevin we saw that shit possibly <laughs> allegedly you, kevin we got it <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's how I feel about that. It's annoying. But anyway, on to what might be the, the biggest story that happened since we last podcasted, podcasted, podcasted it. Um, so AT&T is apparently spinning off Warner Media, and that new company is going to combine with Discovery. And so we are going to get at some point a brand new um, participant in the streaming wars. And it's kind of an interesting thing because I don't know if you guys recall this, when AT&T first purchased Warner, there was a really big antitrust battle and they were sued and they won. And so there were billions of dollars that were spent on this company, millions of dollars spent on this lawsuit. And it's very fascinating to me that now AT&T is spending them off into their own company. Um, I don't know how much you guys are in the know about what's going on with this. Did you guys have a chance to look at the article? I read the original article um, and saw some follow-up tweets the next day that cleared up some stuff, but it still didn't make complete sense to me. There's okay. lots of jargon yeah. in there. What do you understand versus what don't you understand? Um, I will try to like nod. Well, like the... Kind of like you said, I think they said they were going to merge Discovery and HBO Max in a way where it'd be its own streaming service. So you get discovery library alongside the hbo max library and all the turner stuff as well so like cnn well, um, cnn's already on hbo max i, oh, I love the cnn shows that I, I just watched generation hustle which is a cnn show on hbo max i love uh i'm forgetting the comedian's name even though i follow him kamal bell mm-hmm. i love his united shades of america and i love like all their classic like um like like they did like the movies or whatever and they did like one for each decade of episodes and they comedy and they did like one for each subject. But uh, I think it'd be cool to get some discovery shows on there. That, but so that's all being its own company, mm-hmm. right? Um, is AT&T still going to own it in some way? They're just like, so it our- will not be a subsidiary of it, but they will own a significant stock stake in it. Kind of like a similar ish to a uh, Comcast and NBC Universal, but I think they own it more hands-on and keep it under yeah, the umbrella. Do. I I thought it was 
you could correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't lived there in a long time. I thought it was NBC Universal. Is it not the same company anymore? No, it is. That's what I'm saying. It's NBC okay. Universal, but it does it, but it does fall under. Well, that was kind okay. of a change. It was never called that before Comcast. It was just called Universal, and NBC okay. fell under it. But then they changed the name to NBC Universal, and they share a U, so it's a duo. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's like NBCU or something. But uh, and the only other, and then I saw people commenting on Twitter some of the more details. Like they'll lose most of their stake in Warner Brothers Interactive, I think. And people were unsure how the comics would factor in. Yeah. So as far as the comics goes, I do not know. I do know that this is all going to be one thing. And what I do remember about this was the the guy who's going to be the CEO, whose name forgive me, I'm forgetting, talked about you know Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. He name dropped their biggest properties and and basically put them front and center saying like you know we know where uh, a lot of our fans are and where a lot of our money comes from so it doesn't seem like they have any interest in abandoning that so at least on the the um, television and movie front they're good on that as far as the video games I don't know Nick I did see an article about it but I didn't get a chance to read it before the show so yeah, that's what I that's how I understood it. There's other lots of other jargon in there, but okay. Danny, do you care fuck all about this deal? Do I care fuck all? I don't know. I have HBO Max. So. I, was just, <laughs> I was just combining. No, no, it, no. In fairness, I, I because I really we a lot of these shows that you're talking about and these streaming services you're talking about, we don't get them, so I don't know what's on them and what's not on them. We get like a a one provider that's kind of squished everything together Sky? and gives the most popular. But not Sky here. Here it's OSN, which is very similar to Sky. So it's OSN. So yeah, it, I, I have no idea what you guys are talking about as far as how those companies are broken down. So I guess you, Jonesy, when you tell me what that ultimately means to what I'm going to get on the big screen, small screen, whatever, then I'll understand it. But so, it sounds quite complicated, even with even with just what you've been saying. I think the easiest way that I could try to explain it would be that. Um, Everything that you know of that falls under Warner Media would fall into here. And so think about everything that's on HBO Max and all the stuff that Warner Brothers owns. And one of the other things that I remember is that DC, Harry Potter. Yeah, all of that stuff. One of the things that I remember them talking about as part of this deal is they recognize the need to address people like you. So HBO Max primarily only exists in the United States. And so folks who are outside the United States are missing out on a lot of that stuff. And so some of what they're doing with this deal is to address some of that. And they, they would like to reach like 400 million people uh, in a very yeah. short amount of time with all of this content, all the HGTV shit from Discovery and all of those other things, plus all of the stuff from Warner. Um, so it's really an idea to try to combat uh, Netflix and Disney properly not just the United States. And part of right, the article yeah. talked about how they're, they've priced themselves higher than the other streaming services because they're basically still carrying HBO price, which was, you know, you pay for a premium, you know, with HBO now. It's like $15 compared to everyone else, maybe even more. I read last night that uh, this is, a, it's not a rumor or just something I saw someone comment on Netflix. Um, HBO Max is doing a $10 option but you it's like everyone else's cheaper version it's with commercials and you don't get the movies same you don't get the, uh, all the movies they're releasing same day but mm. 
I'm just used to paying more for HBO Max and not having to worry about commercials. So I'm just going to keep my normal priced HBO Max and have my ads on Paramount Plus and Hulu like a good boy. I'm curious who that would be good for. Like, who would want that? Like, <coughs> not only do I have to watch your bullshit commercials, but I also don't get the movie's first run. Like, what, what's the benefit? Well, just the ones they're doing this year. Okay. Like, every other HBO movie they would get is going to be there. It's, it's just going to act like basically all the streaming services except for Disney and Netflix who don't offer a, an Amazon who don't offer a commercial version. I'm really curious what the, uh, I think the it's just to get to like, the price. Who's range. the consumer? Who's the consumer they're going after for this? I, th- I would think not people who already have it, but people who are on the bubble. Because like I said, the article made a big deal about how theirs is about twice the price as most of the streaming services. So getting them down to $10, I think might attract, if they advertise it well, would attract, I think attract a lot, everyone, a lot of people who have never even considered it before because they're like, that's expensive. <laughs> you know, it's weird though. Like I could tolerate commercials in a show. Like if I'm watching like a 20 minute, 30 minute show. Yeah. I don't think they I put could, them in the movie. I could tolerate. You don't think so? Because Paramount, I don't know. I haven't watched a movie on Paramount plus yet, but HBO, I mean, uh, Hulu, the movies are commercial free. Mm. There's like one ad at the top and then it's, they're not breaking for commercials during a movie. So to bring it back to, um, I never told you this. I watched Detective Chinatown 2 and ah. I watched it on Tubi and that was broken up by commercials. It was really weird. And they would show like up at the top left-hand corner, like commercial will begin in 10, 9 or like well, five. Like, service I used didn't have that. Yeah. Super strange. But I still haven't seen, uh, what did you watch it on the second? Was that the second one or the third one? The service I haven't seen the third on? one yet. Okay. I don't think it's available anywhere to stream yet. Maybe now, because it didn't hit theaters in January. Last yeah, time I checked, there's not even a Chinese Blu-ray of it yet. Yeah, so it's been a while. Um, just as an aside, I still think I like the first one better. But. Can you see, while we're on the slight tangent, how it's leading into a more Fast and the Furious type franchise? Yeah, where they're building a squad, basically. Yeah. Like having, yeah, yeah. Totally. And how about Q? That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Q's coming back in Star Trek, and there's a... Like, mysterious character named Q in the franchise. <laughs> Man, it's all about the QAnon, baby. That's it's all right. about the QAnon. See? It's in these... <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek knew about Q back in the 90s. Just like they knew about iPads. Just like they knew about iPads. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's the deal as far as I understand it. Unfortunately, Jammer is really the, the corporate deal person. Um. But that's what I know about this one. So yeah. Is there anything else that you either had a question about or or wanted to throw out there, Nick? Danny, any questions? No. Thanks. You've done that's a very good nice. job of explaining how that yes. might affect me. You hear that, Jam? That's all fucking... I care about because it's all about me. How the fuck does that affect me? That is what's important. Um, oh, and the other thing that I said was it it is it is a yet to be named service. So we have no idea what this new streaming service is going to be called. They yet. just should have. I know that HBO is a strong brand, but they should have just called it Warner Brothers. Discovery Max. No, but see, that would even like make me think even less that I'm watching like, at least HBO has the prestige behind the title. I don't think going to Discovery Max, I would expect to be like, oh, I'm going to go get, because the Batgirl movie I read about yesterday is being made for HBO Max. It was like, I'm going to Discovery Max to watch a Batgirl movie. (laughs) Which I was not excited about until I heard that the Helmers of Bad Boys 3 were going to be doing it. I was like, you know what? I'm in. I'm in. You son of a bitch. I'm in. Son of a bitch. I'm in. Um, I, I'm joking about the Discovery Max, but you're right. The only thing that I don't know is this. I 
I feel like I don't consume media anymore like a normal person. So I don't know what discovery means to people in the United States or outside of. Danny, you do? Discovery. Yeah. See, if you call it, if they call it Discovery Max or Discovery Plus, because Discovery Channel is what we are familiar with outside. Mm-hmm. And that's all documentary kind of stuff. Nature, um, conspiracy HBO Max theory, has a lot of their docs stuff. on it. But if you called it Discovery Plus or Discovery Max or something, I get the impression to me that's like, oh, that's just more of that Shark Week stuff. Yeah. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't automatically think, for example, Harry Potter, Batman, Superman. I'd be thinking, oh, now we get longer episodes of Shark Week. We're going to have Shark Month instead. So that so, would be my <laughs> going that route internationally. So being familiar with both of those brands um, to avoid everyone thinking that's just a bunch of David Attenborough shit. What would you call it? to catch both of those audiences, Danny? I don't know. <laughs> we'll call it Warner Brothers Premiere. Warner Brothers then, Plus. <laughs> but then you lose, I think Warner then you Plus. lose that. So for me, that speaks to the DC and Harry Potter and all of that stuff, yeah. but you lose the Discovery stuff. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I, I think honestly would... don't know. I'd have to think about that. You, Because you, you would want something that would, would I would think people would recognize but at the same time encompass all of that ip that you were just talking about in a way that doesn't put a certain either side of that table put them off or not think it's worth it to them because it has some or doesn't have enough of what they're interested in that's quite i'm sure that's i'm sure they're having the conversations the same as we are that 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 seems quite important to get that international 400 million that you're talking about you know that bigger slice of the pie well, it's funny because you look at the the iterations that CBS All Access has gone through because it was CBS All Access. Now it's Paramount Plus. And then there are some other streaming services like HBO has gone from HBO to HBO Go. Now HBO Max, HBO Now. Yeah. Um, mm. So they just it's funny. It's like they just have enough money. We're like, you know, we're just going to try out some shit till something catches. It'll be HBO has been an interesting one. Yeah, so, sorry, Nick. HBO is an interesting one. Because of the huge popularity of Game of Thrones, the, you know, where the HBO logo comes up quite prominently at the beginning, that, I think, made HBO a globally recognised whatever it is because, because of that one show. Because before that, it was, I don't know, it's, isn't that the box office one where they do all the fights? Boxing <laughs> fights. That's originally what it was, right? Home box office. So from outside of the US, that was, oh, so that's just the pay-per-view events. But then when it suddenly hit on Game of Thrones, and in Game of Thrones, as we all know, went off into the stratosphere with its popularity and its global appeal, I think HBO now is this massive uh, brand purely based on, on that one or two shows that they've got. So maybe they're thinking something else that they can do with this new one and that will, that will kickstart it. But yeah. like you said, maybe they'll just keep playing around with it until something sticks and fits and, and and everyone's happy with it. I think you can still throw under the Warner Brothers umbrella and everyone would eventually get it. Because, of course, Discovery also includes my mom's type of favorite shows, like HGTV, TLC, like all those. Yeah. All those are also Discovery, like own channels. Uh, I almost think the least confusing and also most confusing way to do it would be the Disney Plus subscription model where you can get ESPN plus and uh, Hulu with it only that's your only option. Like it's still $15, but you're given Warner brothers premiere. I still like that better than adding a plus HBO. They just call HBO and discovery and you'd get three channels for one price. 
that's the only way I think to yeah. really differentiate and say that you have all three. But otherwise, yeah. I think it's just simpler to call it Warner Brothers. And eventually, everyone's going to figure out, oh, my favorite Discovery channels are there. My HBO channel, my shows are there. Obviously, Warner Brothers con- content, like all the um, movies and TV shows by uh, DC, they'll be made, made just for uh, HBO Max. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. It could be done. It could be. You know, it's funny, Dan, you were talking about Game of Thrones being the globally recognized show. I just went through and looked at the popular shows on HBO. I'm like, fuck, you're right. Like, I can't think of anything on here. Like, there are shows that I know that I like. Right. I can't think of anything that's like a global phenomenon like Game of Thrones was. So, like, even the ones that I'm the most familiar with, like Sopranos or The Wire or, um, you know, Six Feet Under, Carnival, like... None of those, even Entourage, none of that stuff. What about was Westworld season one big? Over, I know that the popularity here has dropped every season, but that seemed like such a big show, and it would like you see that opposed to Sopranos make a bigger presence overseas because of its sci-fi. All of those shows, yeah, all of those shows where I am here in the Middle East, and I'm pretty sure in the UK too, fell under a different banner, so they fell under our OSN. And so we would we would have had the OSN thing come up and therefore, oh, that's just the, the, the satellite provider. And I'm pretty sure in the UK it would have been Sky. That's and yet, funny. For some, for some reason, only Game of Thrones, for me personally, sticks out as HBO because it comes up right at the beginning just before that fanfare plays in and it goes over the old the, the, the chessboard. I wonder why that is. It, it's, because you're right, it probably was right at the beginning of The Sopranos uh, and Six Feet Under. I just don't. Those they don't click with me. I remember those shows and I enjoyed the shows, but I don't remember them as HBO shows until you just said it. I, I couldn't have told you they were HBO. <laughs> Absolutely not. But Game of Thrones could have, you know, straight away I'll tell you who made that. Really, yeah, it's really odd. Yeah. Did you watch Boardwalk Empire? What was that? Was that Steve Buscemi? Yeah. Nope, couldn't tell you. <laughs> okay, um, that's fascinating. Don't tell me. Wow. Was, it, was it HBO? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Chernobyl, Watchmen. That's funny. That's really funny. Yeah, right. You think Watchmen would All have these shows I've watched too. and couldn't tell you they were HBO. Fascinating. Okay. Well, we'll put a pin in it and uh we'll uh we'll have to come up with some funny names because I think it, it will be revealed shortly, but uh we should you put think? in our votes. Yeah, I think within the next couple of weeks. HBO premiere. HBO premiere. That sounds uh, so much fancier than just throwing a plus behind it or max. I guess not HBO, Warner Brothers premiere. I actually, why not call it Warner Brothers Max? Keep the mask, max part translated over it so it's more Warner Brothers. Because even HBO, I don't think a lot of people think of it as Warner Brothers answer to Disney Plus. They people think know it's that HBO's Warner Brothers answer. is HBO. What? I don't think most people do know. Yeah. HBO Discovery, that's what I'm going with. Because I have no other, no other fucking Star user. Trek Discovery and HBO Discovery. Yeah. How about Warner Brothers, the HBO saga? Discovering the HBO saga. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find We've done out. it. We will find Discovering out the shortly. HBO saga. <laughs> Man, I'm going to have to go back and watch uh, Vice Principals. I love Wolfgang Goggins. I forgot that he was. Is that there. HBO? I didn't yeah. even know they were making a second season of the Royal Gemstones, but they announced more yeah. cast for it. And I was like, yes. True Detective. Man, lots of good HBO shows. I really like Perry Mason. And they announced a second season to that recently. And I'm like, yay. You're one of the few. I got my parents to watch it because of the original, even though they don't like violence and nudity. 
They had finished nice. it. My mom's like, I don't like that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, I don't it's like just dark kind of, stuff. It's just meh. I thought it was just meh. I like the actors mainly. Yeah. That's why I watch it. Speaking of meh, how about those, that, those who wish me dead? Oh, yeah. You want to do mission news? Sure. Well, part of it's, it's cruise news. Cruise news. So this is about two, Tom Cruise. So I'll, I didn't hear of this when it was originally announced. But did you know, not too long after Tom Cruise made the announcement that he was working with NASA and SpaceX, Russia decided to make the first movie shot in space by doing it quicker. Um, and in fact, it wasn't even an, it wasn't even a studio's idea. Um, their space agency, Ro, Roskomot, uh, Ro Kamas, it's like Cosmonaut with Ro in front. Ro Cosmos, I'll call it the Ro whatever. Um, actually, they're... The guy in charge of that company pitched this movie, not like a studio. And now they're making, they're filming the first film in outer space. They cast, they have a, they're just setting up a director and an actor. I'm not even going to try to pronounce their names. Um, (laughs) That's half the fun. Okay. Um, Well, the film's title challenge. That part's easy. Okay. Um, Kim, Kim Shapenko. There you go. Shooting the film starring. Sounds Russian to me. Yulia. Per- Paris lead. I don't know that one doesn't sound Russian the way I pronounced that one. The French but, people in Russia. Yeah, and it's it sounds scary to me because I don't know they don't they because their little ships only fit three people. They're using two of the spots to send up the director and the actor. So that means they only have one real os- astronaut on board <laughs> the ship. Fine. But there was a we go wrong. A one that'll be the movie. Yeah. <laughs> documentary now it'll be like a snuff it's gonna be one of these snuff movies right where shit will go wrong for real and they'll video it and film it and we won't we, this is too weird this is not did that really yeah that really happened that was real and then the we'll first, have a, that was written sequel, which will be a hidden not hidden lost footage show mm. where the, they'll go out and they'll find the hidden camera the lost cameras of those two ships what really happened <laughs> Ross, That'd be pretty the great. Ross Cosmos ships or Ross Cosmonaut, Ross, Ross, Ross Cos, whatever Nick said. The first Ross snuff Cosmonaut. film shot in space. That's it. <laughs> Shit. Jesus. The other piece of cruise news I have is mission news. Um, and it relates back to the first film, uh, which I saw this weekend. My first time at a movie theater, I went to the anniversary of uh, Mission Impossible. And it was fantastic being back at the movies. I, I didn't think I would. Yeah, it was crazy. I kept selling jam. I'm like, do you know how long it's been? Since Here's I've the been best the part. Theater? The floor shouldn't have been sticky. That should have been like the best part of going back to the movie. It wasn't. The time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You didn't even notice. Like, I didn't. I did the pre-show. My mom always complains about it being too loud. It hurt my ears, but I eventually adjusted to the volume because I haven't been listening to movies that loud <laughs> in over a year. But um Returning for this film for the first time, which that's old news, is uh, uh I don't think I can Kittridge. his name, Henry. Kittridge. Henry Zerny. His last name is C Z E R N Y, proving that I can't pronounce all white people names. Mm. It's also just difficult. I, I feel um, like you're just doing it. You're just you're just doing it. You really think purpose. I can pronounce the name I just spelled correctly? <laughs> C E R N Y. I called him Sierney. It's probably I'd be right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So we knew he was coming back as Kittredge for the first time since the first film. And he filled in his own plot in the middle, like what he's been up to for 25 years, but it seems to tie into his thoughts and his actions towards Ethan in the new film. Of course, Kittredge was the one who, when I went with Jammer, I had to tell his, Jammer, Jammer is really bad. 
at watching movies like this, he finds them confusing and he can't remember any character names. <laughs> when we saw the first Mission Impossible, he's like, wait, why are they doing, why does he like going, like, why is he stealing the Noculus? And I was like, uh, and then he's like, who is Kittredge? I keep bringing up Kittredge, but um, here's what the actor had to say. I decided that he'd been to all agencies on some level or another, had a good idea now of how the game is played and what his place is in the mechanism mechanism of national intelligence. I figure he'd been through all of them at this point and that he'd be school and he'd been schooled by Ethan 25 years ago. He knows he's known Ethan. He's known he's done these things and he knows that Ethan is someone to go to, but he also feels that it's never good to have one person controlling everything. So it sounds like, and then there's a respect, but at the same time, it's like fire. We need fire because we've got to cook, but you have to be careful with it. If you let the fire do what it wants, you're in trouble. The relationship that they had in the first one, Ethan schooling Kittredge on who the mole was and catching the mole was a springboard to 25 years of Kittredge going through different agencies so he wouldn't be schooled again. So it sounds like they're going to have kind of the same relationship without him actually chasing him. Where he's like, but, I don't, you know, I don't trust one person in charge, and he's been saving the world again and again, and yeah, with giving him too much leash. Every time someone tells him no, he always does what he wants to do, and he's right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that needs to be the next Mission Impossible movie where somebody's like, Hey, Ethan, stop doing the thing. He's like, No, fuck you, I'm going to do the thing, and there are just grave consequences because I think otherwise, that would be why they're shooting seven and eight back to back. We'll see, um, yeah. like an Infinity War we'll and then an Endgame. I need a movie where he's just, he's believed his own legend and he's just fallen to a shot. Because otherwise, I don't understand why you always put like um, a Lawrence Fishburne or an Anthony Hopkins or Kittredge or all these people who are just fucking roadblocks, right? Like they don't serve any other purpose other than to be red tape. And they're always wrong and Ethan is always right. Jammer is the one who, when we start watching the movie, He's disavowed. He's like, he's disavowed every movie. And I was like, ah, Mission Impossible 2. Yeah. <laughs> what I can think of where he's not disavowed. Yeah. So. It's only half of Mission Impossible 3 or the third act. So yeah, I just, mm, I need a thing. I need there to be some consequences to him just doing what we want. That's to why do. I think it would be like, that's why that scene works so great in Fallout. And then it still works great when you find out that it was a fake scene with Wolf Blitzer announcing the nuclear attacks. Yeah, and you're like, oh shit, they yeah. did fail. That's I would love a moment like that, at like maybe the end of the next film. Yeah, it's like, I, I did what I could. I survived. Hopefully, all my team survives. I can't stand to watch Simon Pegg or Luther get killed <laughs> or Rebecca Ferguson. So, yeah, that's somebody's gonna go. Somebody's gonna go. Maybe Tom Cruise goes at the end of the eighth movie. No, they'll probably want to make a ninth by that point. <laughs> we'll see. I'm curious. So, last question before we move on to uh, those who want me dead. Or I wish I was dead. That's what I'm gonna call this movie. I wish I was dead. Um, is Ethan gonna survive all of these movies? Yes. Yeah. I would or, or guess be a so. Fake so death, not the end of Batman Dark Knight one. Oh, we, uh, that's the worst. Why would you make me think of the Dark Knight Rises? Fuck. He's gonna have dinner with Anthony Hopkins. Anthony <laughs> Hopkins yeah. is gonna be have dementia. He's gonna be playing his character from that movie who won the Oscar for. Well, he'll Father. think he's Ethan Hunt. What? I oh, know I'm Ethan Hunt. Ethan I'm the real Ethan Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Ethan Hunt. I'm Ethan Hunt. <laughs> Remembering things as mission impossible. Or difficult. Not mission difficult. <laughs> this is a mission difficult, Mr. Hunt. It's mission impossible. <laughs> difficult should be in a walk in a park in the field. Walk in a park. I love it. I love it all. 
Hold on, before we go to that movie that we're all dying to talk about, there was one more piece of news that you added to the list, and and I I had just one quick question on it, and I'm glad that you're here. It's a shame. The Resident Evil. There was a news. I was just sending it to you guys. Well, no, that was cool, but I do have a question about it, because it comes up on the trailer Uh um, that it's an anime film. That's Mm -hmm. what I was going to ask. Okay, someone explain that to me. How how is that an anime? Is it I, I the is whole just thing? animated in Japan? Wait, it's yeah. specifically says anime. Yeah, it says yeah. An, the latest anime from wherever. And it didn't look, and I'm being completely ignorant here, and I'm being honest about that. It didn't look what like what I normally see as an anime film from its style, from its um, animation style, etc. So I'm a bit confused of what makes it an anime film. Genuine question. Uh, the only thing that I could think of is that if you look at the style of um, Final Fantasy Advent Children or any of those movies, in some respect, it is. That's my is best guess. Because anime in Japan could be another reason? I mean, yeah, I think that anime yeah, has a very specific style. Um, this looks like a Resident Evil. Here's my problem with the trailer. The whole thing looks like a Resident Evil cutscene. Like they're just running it off the engine from yeah. the games. Like it doesn't yeah, look yeah. any better than the video game renderings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? I feel like that could be a, a stylistic choice that works for them. But it sure. looks like but when I'm watching the trailer, I'm like, I can't play this. I'm just watching people. <laughs> Put your thumbs away. Just watch. So is um, anime um, anything that comes from Japan? Any animated cartoon that comes from Japan? Is that is that like like claymation is stuff that comes, um, you know, when they're using the, uh, I forget the name of the company, that did Sean, Sean Sheep and... Um, oh, oh forget it. I you know the ones I mean. Now. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of the name. Wallace that's and Gromit, so that, and that's yeah. it. Those that has a specific run with Mel Gibson name of the style of. You animation. can't just keep naming movies that they made. What's the name of the company? I don't know. Uh, There's the only three movies I'm aware of. Well, I know there's more than one Wallace and Gromit, but so Laka, the other one or whatever, Laka, Laka. I think I would make the argument that there is a Japanese style, right? And so generally if it if it fits the style you could call it anime um okay could anime come from anywhere else other than japan if it's made in the same style probably yes was pacific rim that one actually made in japan or is that just made to look anime no idea it's origins i know it's pretty good though yeah question for jammer and then jammer's uh, listening jammer's listening if you're listening to this show jammer tomorrow what makes the resident evil new film on netflix anime because it looks like I mean, looking, at the st- looking at the style, they're just going for realism is what I get from looking at. Like we're trying to make these characters yep. look as much like a real life human as we can. Yep. Like I don't see yeah. anything stylized about the characters, yeah. at least. I'm just yeah. looking at the still from the official Discord. trailer. Contact us and let us know. Answer my question, please, dear listener. So, yeah, I'm going to go with it's a style. Um, does it have to come from Japan? Aldman Animation, by the way, Jonesy, Nick. Aldman Animation. Mm. Wallace and Gromit. I would never have known that. Yeah. There you go. Um, I do know some shit. <laughs> um, okay, since you know things, tell me whether or not you like this movie. Which, which movie? <laughs> you know which movie. Which movie? Wrath of Man. I really enjoyed Wrath of Man. Is that what we're doing? I did Listen. like what you said about that. I did not expect it to be J. I I mean, uh, J.J. Abrams. Uh, Guy Ritchie? Uh, Guy Ritchie ish at all. What were you about to call trailer. him? What was the name you were going to say? JJ Ritchie. No, no, no. I just yeah, I forgot that's what his name for a moment. He's one of my favorite mo- directors. And me and my friend even have a joke, a stupid inside joke where we're like, is this a goddamn Guy Ritchie movie? 
You guys were even talking, and I actually like the gentleman quite a bit. This wait, gentlemen. Men, gentlemen? Yeah. plural, plural. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember disliking it. It was more the other two we were talking about, like the King Arthur and the. Um, oh, I never saw Robin that. that. Yeah, they were awful. But I'd actually forgotten about the gentleman. Um, and that's the yeah. thing. I uh, didn't. No, I didn't hate it. I just thought it was forgettable. Yeah, yeah, but the, and the fact that I couldn't remember that you made it means I totally agree with you. I completely forgot. Um, but no, you're talking about the latest Angelina Jolie film, right? Those who wish me dead or want me dead or or thought I was dead or you know what's funny? I so we were sitting here now. We were. I was trying to figure out what should we watch, and of the suggestions that I made, I the one that I forgot because I think previously like a while ago i was like yeah let's watch uh spiral the book of saw movie it doesn't seem like okay. anything that came out this good was any good um yeah. if i had to choose if i had to do it over again i think i would want to watch the one with samuel jackson i feel like spiral go wrong with that yeah but that one's not on hbo max it's not i thought it was no it's not an hbo i mean it's not a warner brothers movie at all it's lionsgate mm. because it's already out at theaters and that same day release on hbo max like we saw it was the number one movie in America. Right. So that was my question. Isn't it on? Isn't it on HBO Max though? No, it's not. It's not a Warner Brothers film. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Well, never. Mind. I don't think they also. I actually didn't. No, it's definitely not there because they didn't advertise it. Like we're at the top. It, it says was, the devil. Yeah. It was one of the three. The other one was um, Army of the Dead, which obviously we can't review because it comes out tomorrow. Yeah, we can't until right? next week because yeah, we I still think night. we should have done the Holston show. Meh. That's great, by the way. That's great. I, Ewan McGregor is so episodes. fucking good in pretty much everything he does. Everything, yeah. Ewan McGregor, oh, like that's the only reason I did watch it. The trailer and him. Oi, oi, oi. Hey, 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 hey. I know we all love Ewan McGregor. We have a shitty movie to talk about, all right? Listen. All right, we can't afford it anymore. <laughs> Let's get through this movie. And then we can, we can talk about Ewan McGregor all night long. Uh, so... <laughs> Those Who Wish Me Dead stars Angelina Jolie and John Bernthal. It has a 6 out of 10 on IMDb, a 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 58% on Metacritic. And I'll be honest, those are higher than I expected to, them to be and higher than this movie deserves. Um, <laughs> Why'd they put you in a fire tower? Well, I'm just lucky, I guess. I read the wind wrong. I should have gone to them. Then you've been dead too. That's our job. I'm not gonna hurt you. I wanna see where the blood's coming from. It's not my blood. You in trouble? Anyone else in trouble? My dad said if anything happened, I should find someone I can trust. Are you someone I can trust? Generally, I will see these, these metrics and I'm like, I guess that's fine. Um, no, not for this. This, this definitely deserves to be like in the fifties or maybe even the forties, but whatever that being said, at what point, at what hmm. point, Jonesy, let's get into this. At what point did you start to think that this 
isn't going to be very good. What? How far in were you? I Almost immediately. Point where it so it was when she got on the truck and pulled the yeah. parachute. And what like, the fuck? <laughs> she's rigs, man. She's out of control. She doesn't care about her life. No, 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 no. <laughs> it just looks so goddamn terrible. Like the special. Did, thing. I was it, like, you, you guys just gave zero fucks in this, did? Like he... the flashback, the first flashback for me. I'm like oh that forest fires. That's the most CG fire I've seen in it. Like it looks like just a, a thing you throw up on like your student film with like that After Effects or something you bought. Yeah, it's when you turn the TV like, superimposed over there. It's when you set the fire <laughs> on your TV. Like, but hey, do a fireplace. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the bit I, on the start with spoilers, truck, right? Fuck it. The way she flailed around, it was like she's going to die. She's going to hit a tree. She's going to. She's going to die like this, and then she just collapsed and oh. Uh, that was a rough landing up. No, I couldn't tell if that was a joke or not because three times she like slammed her back into the ground and she's right. like, oh. yeah. I was like, yeah. is this a thing? Is this a this comedy <laughs> comes in threes? Is this supposed to be a joke? Um, before we get into bashing this movie too quickly, um, Danny, what <laughs> give me your Twitter review of this film? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm normally quite good at this and I couldn't think of it. <laughs> This film reminds me of a 70s disaster movie, but without the fantastic ensemble uh, cast giving it their all, that was the best as I could do. It did just remind me of, a, of an old, like, like Earthquake or Towering Inferno or something like that, just nowhere near as good as those before, before we go any further. So <sighs> tried to go for that, just didn't reach the heights. It just did not. Okay. I tried. Nick. Okay. They had such a boring plot of you know we got to kill this person and the only way they could make it more interesting is they're like let's combine it with the forest fire that way this movie will actually try to be unique <laughs> okay because otherwise it's just a generic plot you see all the time but it's like if we had a forest fire to it and make her a force like fire survivor then we got like a hook <laughs> and we get a hook did you get a twitter literally and figuratively uh, did you get no. Did you get a Twitter? You couldn't. I haven't done it yet. So here's my Twitter review. I finished Castlevania this week and I wish I hadn't because it would leave me with something to wash this bullshit out of my palate. Um, <laughs> premiering on HBO Max, this is the direct video treatment that this fucking movie deserves. That's mine. <laughs> Luckily, there's a lot of stuff coming out Friday. We got, we got Fast and Furious tomorrow. Well, here's the nice thing. We had um, uh, Love, Death and Robots. Castlevania and something else come out this week. And it was just like, I'm very happy with what exists. And then we were like, oh, fuck, we have to watch something for the show because we can't watch Army of the Dead because I was looking forward to that as well. And so yeah. it was like, well, well, you know, looking around like, what the fuck are we going to watch? I guess we'll watch this bullshit. And it's like, man, this really, this bullshit really turned out to be bullshit. Yeah, um, bullshit was bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, let's just jump right into spoilers. Like this, there's nothing to spoil here. Um, so if you, let me tell you, folks, if you were holding <laughs> off and you were like, I'm going to wait, you know, I'm going to I'm going to let them get through their spoiler free review before I decide whether or not to watch. Just stop. Right. Just don't watch this movie. Just um, listen to us this time. Just listen to us. Yeah. Let me save you 90 minutes. All right. Let, let's let let BGRP that was a blessing. It was like an hour and 40 minutes. That was the best part about the movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. The movie. It's brevity. When I paused it for the first time. I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm more than halfway. Th- I'm at an hour. So there's only 40 minutes left, including credits, hey, which I will you, skip. You try to think back. You remember the scene where John Bernthal's character was was just begging them to shoot him? 
Yeah. So I'm out enough. I'm not going to track him anymore. That's how I felt at that point. Just fucking, <laughs> end it. I don't care. Just fucking shoot me, please. And then, no, they forced him to survive. You just push him out of the way. Off. No, no, no. Me, me. You shoot me. I will <laughs> say I enjoyed a, several people in the cast. Well, maybe Let's two. Hear Let's him hear and I need to look up the other guy's name, but I love him from an Xbox video game. An Xbox video game. Aiden Gillen, who's from Game of Thrones, oh. Littlefinger. But I know he was like in. He was no, in the. He's from Quantum. the wire. He's from the wire. Okay, I don't. Okay, that well, what, all I know is that he's also like that's, whatever. Everyone else whatever. I know is like it's Littlefinger or whatever. But um, yeah. no, he's in a video game which uh, I can't remember the other guy either. He used to be an animorph. Like, and the whole point of the game was like we got real actors. There's actually gonna be like a thirty-minute TV show between each level and. Okay. I don't know. I like him as a bad guy. I enjoy him as a bad guy. I mean, he's awesome. John Berthnall's awesome too. But That's what really confuses yeah. me about this movie, but I guess it, it should confuse me less after we watch the little things. It's like having all of these high caliber actors. You've got um, Aiden Gillian. You've got um, fucking Tyler Perry's in this movie. I know. Um, bare, less than I thought based John on this entire scene in the trailer. Nicholas Holt is in this movie. Angelina Jolie is in this movie. And this movie is just straight fucking trash. And I just, I, I, I am very confused as to what it did. I'm trying to envision like a moment in Hollywood where all of these people lost the same bet at the same time. And then they just had this script shoved in front of them upon losing the bet. They're like, Hey, listen, like, you know, we're going to, we're going to draw cards and whoever draws a little card has to do this fucking movie. And they all, they lost. all joined because of the director, even though the script was shit, which is one of the reasons I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Tyler Sheridan or whatever. Taylor. Um, yeah, I Jammer was trying movie. to sell us. What? To Jam- I remember Jammer trying to sell us on that. He was like, oh, you know, he's a- he did this. So I think it- it'll be all right. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, but here's why this one sucked. Uh, he did not write this one. He just directed it. Okay, but why would he direct it? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you one that well, some of the stuff I felt that was missing in a second compared to his other stuff. He's also directed. Tell me now. Well, he's also written. Oh, let me go through. He's written. He wrote without remorse, so that's not as good. But he wrote, you know, Sicario one and two, Wind River, and my favorite, Hell or High Water. And he's directed Wind River, which I still think is a great film, especially if you want to see more Elizabeth Olsen with Jeremy Renner action. You watch Wind River, and John Berthnall's in there actually. But uh, that's why I thought, like, here's what he's really good at in his normal movies: is a, making the location a character, okay. like. It's like why it's Wyoming in the middle of the winter and Wind River. It's Texas robbing the banks and Jeff Bridges and stuff in a hell or high water. You know, Sicario is a very good sense of place. Um, I, I felt that he felt exactly like Aiden's character, whatever is like, oh, Gillen's character, where, where he's like, I just hate this place. I want to get out of here <laughs> rather than like establishing yeah. it as a real location with like real people and stuff he's just i think yeah he treat, he's just like the character he's like i fucking hate this place <laughs> I, I was very confused about sorry go ahead Daniel. Go so i was going to ask you ask the gen, you guys so you know no one ever sets out to make a bad film right it's not like they set out and and said purposely that well, this is going to be a, a shit film so with all that great you know talent behind the camera and in front of the camera etc do you guys know when this was made when this was shot was this affected by the pandemic in any way was there a budgetary cut in it or something that made please, special effects please please explain to me to find, go on. i'm trying to <laughs> no, no. i'm trying to help it out <laughs> maybe 
But you're like you're obviously thinking, no, there's no fucking excuse, right? What about you, Nick? No, they finished in July of nineteen. Okay, so before before, okay, no excuse there. Then. It is inexplicably no, bad. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, I tried, Andrew. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I told you we shouldn't watch it, but there wasn't anything like. Remember, I watched the full trailer, and I was like, "Like stupid." You're like, "I only watched the first part, and that's good enough for me. I don't keep watching because the the first trailer, yeah, that's where it's like, and then we're gonna light the forest on fire." <laughs> but in the trailer, they treat it like they're gonna chase them out, and this one's just like, "Let's just give a distraction to the to All everyone right. and two, light this two, on fire." Two bad decisions. You guys tell me if there was worse decisions. Bad decision number one. For such good hitmen, for such you know talented hitmen in this sense, they were very meticulous with the way they went about their task, especially when the first the house, and then when they went after him, when they chased him down, when they found out where he was, they didn't go down to the car to check that he was dead and that the kid was dead. It was a hundred, yeah, okay, it was a hundred meter slide down a hill, but for those talented, meticulous hitmen. They were just relying on the fact that if we shoot at the car, that everyone's going to be dead. That was dumb. Second one, when she was running away with the kid and they were all lost in the smoky fire field, she told the kid to run towards the fire, which apparently is advancing at this amazing rate because it was just wiping everything out. (laughs) Run towards the fire 100 yards. So the kid's got to learn what 100 yards is for his steps. Turn left and then hide in the creek. And she left... She made the kid run off and do that on her own so she could hunt the assassin, the very talented assassin, with a fucking pickaxe. Despite the fact that her trauma, her trauma is getting kids killed in fire. Losing kids in a fire. You would I don't why would you leave the kid at all anyway? Because she followed him and did that too. Nicholas Holt would have just died in the fire, and it would be that would be the that was my (laughs) point. The chance she knew where she was, she knew where safety was. He didn't have a fucking clue. Surely the safer bit was to go with the kid and hide in the creek and let the fire kill the assassin. It was. I mean, but there are a bunch of moments like that where, like, even in the moment you're talking about with Nicholas Holt. Well, mine was when Nicholas Holt turned his back on her after not killing her. (laughs) He's like, yeah, kid, I'm going to come gut you like a fish. And she just like, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Um, I yep. did think it was funny that Angelina Jolie, having played Laura Croft, is now using a pickaxe like Laura Croft from the newer video games. I didn't even think um, of that. <laughs> yeah. I think she's auditioned to get her role back from uh, uh, Alicia Vikander. I think that's who. They yeah, they're going to be flashbacks oh, to old Laura Croft and normal. <laughs> I prefer the new one. Thank you very much. Yeah. But yeah. Bad decisions. Nick, do you remember any other bad decisions that people made in this film? All of them. Not us watching it. That doesn't count. That's a bad decision. <laughs> but what about in the film? <laughs> I don't. I can't believe John Berthal and his wife survived. <laughs> well, he, he didn't, didn't survive. Yeah, he didn't. Did he not? I couldn't tell. I know they airlifted him with the chopper. He didn't look alive, but that was an airlift. He like wakes up covered in dust. I mean, in ash. Uh, he said, uh, he said bring, Yeah, he said bring a bring the airlift or whatever they call it. And she said, "Don't rush." Oh. And she had tears in her eyes. Oh. Uh, yeah, at a certain yeah. point in the movie, I was multitasking. <laughs> I feel like this movie could have been about. It, it seems weird to me. Not weird. It's fascinating because I almost feel like this movie could have been about uh, his wife, Allie. She took on two hitmen. She kicked way more ass than. <laughs> she lit both of them on fire. Shuffled her pregnant ass through the house with a sniper rifle. Shot at them. Got shot at, and just 
She killed one of them. She set them both on fire um, <laughs> and managed to survive a raging fire. And she's like, this is like, she's the most badass character in the whole fucking thing. She rode a horseback through the woods. Rode horseback through the fucking, like, what is going on here? Anyway. God, this is a bad, bad movie. Um, so, dear listener, if you wish to watch this movie, you have now a very unbiased opinion from us three about whether or not you should. Wait. Find the no, strongest it, drugs you can. Is this a <laughs> no, not even high? No, I'm just no, saying like so that you pass out. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> there are way more things that you could watch high that would actually be an enjoyable experience. What did you guys think about the lightning field? That transition seemed to come out of nowhere where right. I forgot what they were doing before the lightning field, but then the lightning, I was like, what, did I miss a scene? Why are they fucking yep. running through lightning? Where did this come from? What happened? Yep. And then it, there then was it a stopped. second lightning oh, scene. Yeah, they were they were heading towards civilization. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. back before they forest fire apart. And there was also the one that just toasted her thing, and it's like, doesn't that happen more often? Because they have the big metal parts on top. Like, there's a close storm, and her first action is to jump out of the thing, and her she's <laughs> she's like cool. Ethan in the. Uh, Resident Evil, the new Resident Evil games where people are making fun of it, where it's like, why do they keep doing damage to his hands? It's because the only thing you can see, but it's like, he's the most unlucky character with hands. Um, and then she's the same way. She's like always hurting her hands and like dumping the stuff on it, just like Ethan does in the video games, just the first aid crap. Um, so what was funny about that was I was watching with my wife and so that scene you're talking about, Nick, with the lightning. She was like, wait, why is there a lightning rod on the on the tower or something like that and then they go back and she's like the lightning fried all of the yeah and it's like oh plot okay got it yeah 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 exactly <laughs> we got to that point Mike. <sighs> jesus christ um nature fucks with you man i'm trying to think do i have anything else to say about this movie um i had a question i was trying to figure out whether or not this was supposed to be um actually no fuck it i don't care about that you know what i thought was funny franchise. yeah <laughs> No, one of the things that jumped out to me was they were saying that, first of all, was it weird that Tyler Perry showed up for one scene, obviously works for the government, which implies that Nicholas Holt and uh, Aiden also work for the government. And then that just, just went nowhere. Like they never came back up again. Um, I kind of, I was thinking about that. It reminds me of the rabbit's foot in Mission Impossible 3. It's just a MacGuffin. Like, is it, do we really care when they show it? Like, is, we don't know anything about this world. When they show us whatever the scandal is, are we really going to give a fuck? Uh, I think it would probably. So I didn't think about it until af- hours after. Movie, they're like, oh, they didn't tell us. <laughs> in a better movie, it would have helped. Um, yeah. Just an understanding of who these people work for. Like, what is it exactly? So you're right about the rabbit's foot that it was a MacGuffin. Like, what is it that he found that actually caused the government to start murdering people in the United States, right? That's That to me is a bigger story than this fucking fire. Um, but the other thing that I was going to say to you guys was, I thought it was funny that the kid was eating these MREs at the end and he's like making these faces. And I was like, yeah, that's an appropriate face for an MRE. And then he says, you eat these? And she goes, three times a day. I'm like, bullshit. No, you don't. Bullshit. No, you don't. Because you would be no. fucking ginormous if you ate those things three times a day. Because <laughs> they're calorie dense, right? there. Yeah. It's also like all she has up there is candy to give. And they're designed to stop you from shitting. So, yeah, no, no. Not, not going to buy that. Well, they're yeah. for the military, right? So, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they're for the field and the, to ensure that, you know, the, the cap stays on that asshole. 
And that's, that's not what they would give. That's not what they would give fire service out there. They're, they're there's no the toilet up there, which I was also surprised by. Like someone has to live up there that long, and they'll even put in like a just a little hole that just like <laughs> drops the poop like <laughs> down on the ground below the fire station. And then when she jumped out <laughs> off the lightning strike, that's exactly where she landed. It would be a softer landing. <laughs> we just rewrote this movie. Get Johnny Knoxville on the phone. <laughs> We're remaking this bad firefighter. Um, yeah, I, I have. She no did no firefighting. There was no firefighting done by anybody in that no film. She does freeze in the beginning. So, but it is a fire scene. <laughs> <laughs> Just shaking my head at this goddamn movie. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe how bad it was. Honestly, especially with that, I was like going in. I'm like Taylor Sheridan. Here we go. I saw his name in the opening credits. I'm like, sweet. And then it was, just, it was just, it was worse than the trailer, even. I, like, I never finished Hell or High Water, so I can't, I can't Really? I love that movie. I think I got bored. I own I'll it. try it again. Have you, ever, have you ever watched Wind River? No. Is, that, is Hell or High Water really one with Chris Pine? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I, I've watched that quite recently. I actually, I could, I could see why you might get a little bit bored through it, but I actually really enjoyed it. I think it's because the, the leads were so good. It's very much a modern that. Western, like No Country for Old Men, with very deliberate yeah. pacing. Which is weird because I really, really, really like No Country for Old Men. Who's the um? I've forgotten his name now. Who's the aging sheriff? Uh, guy I just said earlier. Um, in No Country for Old Men. No, no. In, in this, in I the just said earlier, world. the dude. Oh. I'm just spacing on the act. Uh, the actor's name. Uh, I don't think I ever knew it. The dude, he plays the dude, dude Jonesy. The dude. The dude. Big Lebowski. Dude. No, ah, that's not the actor's. He doesn't play Jeff. Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Jeff Bridges is the sheriff. Yeah, oh, in, uh, Hell or High Water. Oh, Hell or High Water. No Country is no Tommy Lee Jones. No, 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 no. I thought you, you were talking about this a... movie. The one no, that got no, shot no, in the no, face. This... Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot there was a sheriff in this movie. <laughs> that's... Except for... Uh... That's not that's not Sebastian Stane, or not Sebastian Stane, but uh, Obadiah Stane. That's not who that is. <laughs> Did you guys see um, R.I.P.D. with um, Ryan yes. Reynolds? And, yeah. And him. That was before Ryan Reynolds. He played exactly the same character in Hell or High Water as he did in R.I.P.D. In most of his movies, he's that same character. Where he's, where he's talking like this all the time. Where he's playing an Asian sheriff and he's talking out the side of his mouth like Doc Paul or something. Hire him or Tommy Lee Jones to be your Texas sheriff every fucking time. Yeah. Every time. But he's, or U.S. Marshal. Tommy Lee Jones is a serious Texas sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> well, then he does like Men in Black <laughs> or something. And he's so, oh, he's actually worked so well in those movies. It's crazy. He's a straight man in that, yeah. I love that pitch. But he's still what's, hilarious. What's the tone of our movie? Is it funny or is it serious? And then that's how they decide what sheriff they're going to get. Tommy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Jeff Bridges or Tommy Lee Rubberface. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I am not opposed to just shutting this down because I, yeah. You know, it's funny. Even with the little things, I felt like I still had um, Jared Leto to watch because his performance was really good in that. That's how I, I enjoyed watching it. Well, I can't believe this is worse. I enjoyed that quite a bit, but I didn't think it would be that much I, worse than the little things. I didn't like that movie, but I enjoyed their performances. This movie has nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. It's just crazy. Nothing at all. Nothing, nothing at all. all. Oh, there was that one line. Oh, no, honestly, do you remember when, when she says, the bad shit that happened to her and the kid turns around and goes my mum died of cancer and she was like i can't feel sorry for myself with you it was like this competition <laughs> this, that one line i thought she, i actually laughed when she said that i thought yeah 
even I feel quite sorry for you now. She's just laid out her guts to this kid because like, yeah, my mum died of cancer. <laughs> can't, can't, you oh, know, I'm not even allowed to feel sorry for myself because the kids always one up in me. So now you're gonna find you're gonna find make make me find something that made me laugh. The scene where same scene where she was like, okay, buddy, and she he's like, my dad called me, buddy. Oh yeah, there you go. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm I actually sorry. feel sorry for her in that, but oh my god, this kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that do you remember that scene in gremlins 2 when um she's describing how something bad happened to her because in the first one dad went down the chimney and we found him and all the the whole scene went sad do you remember they yeah. found her dad stuck in the chimney and then she tried to do the same thing in gremlins 2 the new batch and he just said we haven't got time for that now and then the movie carried on do you remember that because she was about to go off on one it's exactly like that it's like oh for fuck's sake we can't Stop this now. Move on. Move on, trying to one up me. Oh. But that made me laugh. Was it meant to make me laugh? Because it was certainly a sad story, right? That was, you know, my mum died of cancer and I kind of <laughs> laughed because she, I felt sorry for her. Was that I don't for know. Last? I don't know. I don't know. And that's probably the entire problem with this movie. I don't know. <laughs> Amen. Down, why, why did they set the fire to begin with? distract everyone I would have thought they should have done it earlier to get rid of the evidence of the car and make sure the kid's dead they should have let it right then that seems like such a okay sure did you not see how distracted everybody was you know because there was only six people in the movie (laughs) Jesus Christ anyway (laughs) anyway dear listener I'm what hold on we we have to do this so Jonesy would you recommend this movie (laughs) No. Nick, Nick, would you recommend this movie? Absolutely not. And neither would I. There you go. You may close the show now. <laughs> Dear listener, if you like what you heard, uh, hopefully the, the enjoyable banter, not our description of this movie. Uh, do all the socials. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would definitely appreciate it. Also, uh, download our app, Breaking Free of the Podcast. So wait, is, that's what I would say if we did have an app. We don't have one. We need an app. But join us on Discord. We do need an app. For now, we have Discord. So join us on Discord, where we will probably not be talking about this movie. We'll be talking about other things. Um, but next week, join us for our discussion of Army of the Dead and various other news topics. Uh, maybe George Chamber will be back. Maybe not. Who knows? We'll find out. It's a crapshoot. But other than that, you guys know where to find us. Um, hopefully next time you'll join us on Breaking the Career Podcast. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any on you. Mission accomplished. What was the mission? Burn down the whole goddamn forest? Like, I'm so confused. That's <laughs> so like when I saw Mission Impossible with Jammer. When they say that part, I'm like, I'm <laughs> 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 like, what's wrong if you don't remember? And Did then, you remember? No, and then the scene where they're like, toast. 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 Jammer toast. says, cake. <laughs> I don't remember it. He's like, Tanya used to say that. I'm like, I know. That's right. Good stuff. Good stuff. This is all the Mission Impossible theme show. If you didn't know. No, don't. How is the tower still standing? Is that normal? Is that a thing that happens in the forest fire? I think the sta- I even noticed that the stairs have burned away, but that didn't seem to stop the rescue of getting up there. Yeah. It's just fucking st- I'm so going many now. Points. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about it
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.